listening to the Cosmic Celebrity Podcast, where spiritually gifted persons receive information and tips on awakening their consciousness to develop and integrate their abilities in their daily life through spiritual growth. Here's your host, Athena Lucene. I harmonize in order to survive, modeling instinct. I seal the store of life force with the galactic tone of integrity. I am guided by the power of universal water. Welcome to episode 10 of the Cosmic Celebrity Podcast here at AthenaLucene.com. On this episode, I'll be sharing with you tips on how to raise a child with six sensibilities. And I think that it's important for us to recognize that more and more children are being birthed and coming to this earth planetary construct with six sense abilities, with very powerful intentions of actually nurturing and developing and fulfilling life purposes as these six sensibilities as their foundational gifts. So you'll also receive divine downloads and intuitive energy healing that will naturally realign you to the frequency of your unique energy imprint or your soul essence that is having a cosmic celebrity through your life experience. Now, what I mean by cosmic celebrity, for those of you who don't know, is when a person accepts their true purpose, right? When they live their truth, they speak their truth, their life existence is an embodiment of their purpose. And when this is activated and when someone is standing in the powerful truth of this, I call it having a cosmic celebrity. So I think some of you might be thinking, well, what do you mean, Athena, when you say children, how to raise a child with six sensibilities? Well, what I mean by that is simply this. Children are obviously, since they've lived less physical life, they are more aligned with the natural states of divine intelligence and divine consciousness, love and light consciousness. And so being more likely than not of this natural state and energy, they are more carefree. They are more attuned. They are more intuitive. They are more all-knowing. They are all the things that are of the conscious love and light essence and energy. So you may be wondering, well, how do you know if your child even has six sensibilities? And what I would say to you is that, you know, start paying attention more. They're already showing you evidence of their six sensibilities. When they respond a certain way in certain environments, that's less than preferred by you, i.e., not listening to you, not behaving, quote unquote, whatever that behavior might be for you that you want them to do or act in at any given time when they're not behaving, quote unquote, or when you're needing to repeat yourself, you're needing to constantly redirect them and kind of like show them repeatedly or discipline in them, you know, start paying attention to how they respond. How do they behave in certain environments and around certain persons versus not 
or versus other environments and versus around other people. When they are behaving a way that's less than preferred for you, that's a clear evidence and sign that they're picking up on things that are not said. They're picking up on energy that you may not be intuitively picking up on. And they could be responding to this energy. They could be responding to information that that they are receiving or intuitive knowing that they have that you may not be aware of because either you are not connected spiritually or because you're so frazzled or busy with your day, your life, trying to figure out how you're going to pay the bills, how you're going to keep food on the table, how you're going to raise this child, this beautiful child who didn't come with a manual. There's so many horror stories around, you know, keeping your children safe and all this other stuff. So if you are constantly inundated with negative emotions or with all the fears and worries and all the what could go wrongness about parenting and having a child this day and age, you are not connected spiritually because your energy is put towards all these other so-called third dimensional earth planetary construct limitations. So the first thing is to recognize, are they picking up on things? For instance, you know, you can be talking to them And if you're not aware of your own energy when you're talking to them, like if you're frazzled or frustrated and, you know, they're picking up on your, you know, children are very sensitive to energy. And if you are frazzled and frustrated when you're speaking to them and they are responding to the energy, I mean, you could be saying one thing, but your energy is saying something different to them. They're always going to respond to your energy. This is why it's always, you know, recommended to take a deep breath, gather yourself and be calm, right? The more they are exhibiting behavior you don't want them to exhibit, the calmer you need to become. Be more calmer, become more consciously aware about your energy. Are you calm or are you frazzled? Are you worried? Are you disapproving of them in that moment? They pick up on all this. And unfortunately, you know, when they pick up on these types of projected energy towards them, they process it. It becomes imprinted on their soul. It becomes a memory for them in their subconscious mind. And so you unawarely, through your own lack of spiritual connection and awareness, could be creating a negative self-image of this child. You could be co-creating that. And children are so impressionable, as you know. And so if you are not mindful of how they are perceiving their reality, right? Remember, they're children and they're still developing in terms of brain development, in terms of their DNA and their RNA, their body chemistry. And so if you are giving them information about how to perceive themselves and their world around them, it's very important that you be spiritually connected and make sure that you are framing the perception of their experiences in a healthy, highly spiritually evolved way. Now, in addition to just regular child development, that process, there's also the process of their six sensibilities and the nurturing of that that's necessary. So number one, be connected with your children. Really listen to them. Understand that they don't have the consciousness as yet or the integration of their consciousness and brain development and other bodily development to really perceive their reality from a very expanded consciousness. All they have is the natural state of consciousness. They don't really have the development. That comes incrementally as they grow and as they become older and develop more physically. So at that point, they'll be able to perceive things in a more expanded reality. You know, it's what it has been called as human development, right? And maturation. 
your job is to recognize the ways that your your child is number one spiritually gifted, all those ways. Pay attention to the so-called imaginatory friends, right? Who are these persons or what? who are they talking to? And wh- what are you telling them? Are you telling them there's no such thing? Are you shutting them down? Are you not listening to what they're saying? Start listening to what they're saying more because they'll tell you. They'll tell you the way they're perceiving their reality. They'll tell you about their imaginary friends. Find out. Ask them about their imaginary friends. Ask them, what's your imaginary friend's name? Does your imaginary friend tells you to do things? You know, like really like get into their world and allow them to tell you. Don't shut them down. Because if you shut them down, what you're doing is you are enforcing a sense of, you know, you are not solid enough within yourself to be perceiving your reality the way you say you are. You're saying you're perceiving your reality this way, but you're really not. So what you're doing is you're instilling to them a sense of lack of confidence in how they're perceiving their reality, what they're perceiving. You're influencing or telling them what to perceive. And that is not healthy. The idea is to co-create this journey with them. And as spiritually gifted children, that tells me more times than not, spiritually gifted children, there is a, a DNA trait that allows a person to be more predisposed to six sensibilities. And science is actually proving this more and more. And essentially, if your child has a DNA trait that carries uh, for six sensibilities, then, you know, that tells me that either you or a parent of theirs, one out of the two of you or both of you actually have this strand, this DNA strand. And so for you, it's going to be more important for you to develop your six sensibilities, nurture yours, develop yours so that you can help them to nurture theirs and develop. Now, remember, everyone's six sensibilities are a little bit different. There's no no six sensibility that is exactly experienced precisely the same way. And so it's going to be true for you and your little gifted one. So start listening to them more. Start paying more attention to how they respond in certain environments. Start paying attention to the things they say. Help them to frame the way that they are experiencing their reality in a healthy way, a spiritually insightful way that is balanced and healthy for their development. This leads me to also conscious language. Be very aware of the language that you're using around your child. Now, your child knows that they are infinite beings, you know, with infinite possibilities, and they're here for the joy of life and the collection of experiences that contributes to their soul's evolution. And so as parents, like I'm totally guilty of this as well, but it's so easy to, you know, say no and stop and don't do that and be quiet and don't speak so loudly and don't be so excited, right? Because we're so also concerned and, you know, also present with the understanding that part of our roles as parents is to keep our children safe. And so, you know, part of being safe is like, no, don't do that. Don't go there. You know, be careful. But what we're doing when we do that, be mindful of that, because what happens is the message. Remember, they don't perceive things from the way that an adult or a person would perceive things in a way that are older or more matured or where their physical development has taken growth to a certain level. So they're experiencing it the best way they can based on the development of their brain and their nervous system. And while they're experiencing their reality from this limiting space, 
when you're telling them no and don't do that, and what you're doing is you are disconnecting them from the divine part of them, the supernatural part of them that knows that they're meant to be like carefree spirits, that they're meant to be happy and have like one joyous adventure after another. And, you know, they're meant to embody the higher consciousness of love and light. You know, this is why children forgive so easily. You can discipline them one second and then the next second they're like laughing and, you know, you didn't just discipline them because they're so forgiven. They're forgiving. They know they are the energy of love. It's like, hard to take issue or be, you know, in a bad mood around babies and children because they just have this carefree, loving innocence of heart. And so be mindful of the words that you're using. So I would challenge you instead of saying, you know, no, don't do that. You can ask them, is there a reason why you're doing that? Is there a reason why why you did that? Or is there a reason you said that? Or why did you say that? Be consciously present with them and ask them, you know, in a very conscious way, using conscious language to describe to you the way that they're perceiving their reality and get into their world. Whatever it is that excites them and lights them up, be in that vibration with them, you know, laugh and sing like who cares, like how silly you look. Right. It's all about fostering that that spiritual connection, understanding that they are experiencing their reality many times very different than you are. And so that's where compassion comes in. That's where, you know, taking the spiritual inventory around your life and their life and your role and their role. And believe me, like they're teaching you just as much as you're teaching them because they are challenging you to remember something that you've forgotten. They're challenging you to remember the special magic that life holds that you came for, right? The promise of the magical experience that you came for. And the six sensibilities is going to give you that extra expanded perception of that, right? I also want to say that it's very important to surround your child with the energy of all that is, like literally all that is that is meaningful for them to have the support, the help. You know, instead of worrying about your children or worrying, oh my goodness, you know, there's this thing, whatever it is that's that's happening with them. They have unique characteristics, unique ways or unique things that they say or things that they describe that happen to them, you know, like don't dismiss it, like command their energy field for them them as a parent. So instead of filling their energy field, filling your thoughts with fearful thoughts about all that can go wrong and are they safe, fill their energy field with very powerful conscious language. Proclaim through conscious language that they are safe and all is well and that they have all that they need, you know, even before they know they need it, that persons bend over backwards to help them because their energy is so magnificent. You know, they have a wondrous, loving, adventurous journey ahead of them. They are abundant. They are destined for their greatness. They are destined to fulfill their purpose and have a meaningful life, that their six sensibilities are beautiful gifts and they're beautiful and they're unique, like fill them with this energy and they will feel this energy and they will blossom and flourish in this energy. And as parents, it is for you to guide them on their journey, not tell them what the journey should be, 
but guide them, give them experiences, give them exposures, you know, help them to expand their horizons as they grow, give them age appropriate choices to make so that they strengthen that muscle of their spiritual insight and deciding what it is that their soul is craving and how it is that is meaningful for them, for their soul to be nourished. And so you you play a sacred role as parents. And when you tap into the sacred role, you are always guided. You know exactly what it is that that they need. You know how to be that resource for them. You know how to meet them, not just by providing shelter and food, but you're able to be the kind of parent that they need for you to be so that their soul can flourish and blossom and have a meaningful life experience, right? You are intuitively guided on how to support them emotionally, mentally, psychologically, just on all levels. But you have to first be connected with yourself. You have to first nurture your abilities. You have to first understand that there's something bigger at play here. If a child is behaving a certain way, that's less than preferred. Ask the investigative questions. Do the spiritual inventory, right? Because spirituality is everywhere. It's all around us. And it's for you to be first connected within yourself and then be intuitively guided. Allow your soul, your intuition to guide you about making choices and assisting your gifted one on making choices for his or her life. You know, framing things in a very conscious, expanded way, being very conscious of how you plan uh, soul seeds or spiritual seeds where it trains their mind to perceive their reality from a state of abundance, a state of all is wellness. And it's challenging because you first have to be connected with this truth first, and then you'll be a better parent. You will be a fuller expressed version of parenthood. And, you know, just enjoy the journey with them laugh with them, play with them, demonstrate true spiritual excellence to them. Demonstration is the best way that you can teach your children, your gifted one, on how to embrace their abilities. And through that process, you literally become the adventure. You and your little one are the adventure. And it's challenging because it's so easy. I mean, you might say, well, Athena, this sounds great and this sounds woo-woo, but I promise you, everything is energy. You have an energy field. Your child has an energy field. And if you are going to project or have fearful thoughts in your energy field about all the things that can go wrong, all the horrible things that can happen to your child or or to you, you're actually magnetizing that to you because you're so powerful You're so powerful as a spiritually gifted being. And so if you are doing that, you're actually attracting all the things you don't want to you. Think positive, be wise, be intuitively guided, do what it is that you're being guided to do. The cosmic push, be present to the cosmic push around divine action that's needed to be taken and take that. Speak to your child's soul, talk to your child's soul and say, I love you. And I am here playing a huge role. I'm so excited to play this huge role in your life. I feel so special. It's so meaningful to me. And I know that I have all that it takes. I know that I'm always guided. Communicate with me. Show me. Strengthen my bond with you. You know, let's work together and co-create a really joyous experience for us both. But it takes mental strength. It takes spiritual fortitude. It takes consistency. And 
once you get in the habit of this, you find that it's easier and easier. Always talk to your children, find out what it is. You know, if they're behaving in a way that's less than preferred, ask them, do you need mommy or daddy's attention? Is there something you want to share with me? And you can say that to your child. Have an open communication and a dialogue because at the end of the day, children do want to be heard and children do deserve to be heard by you. Your child deserves for you to listen and truly be connected with them because they know. Create space with them. No matter how busy or hectic life gets, create space with them so that you can truly connect with them, so that you can get into their psyche you know, get into their spiritual world, get into their world, see how they're experiencing their world. And once you do this, you will find that your children become more alive. They listen to you because that space of trust has been developed. They'll listen to you. You'll find yourself not repeating yourself constantly and be very careful with what you get in agreement with. If someone says your child is misbehaving or your child is this or your child is that, be very conscious about what you get in agreement with. This is not about denial. If your child is expressing behavior that is quote unquote considered bad behavior, right? Be very careful about what you get in agreement because behavior may already be manifested. However, if you get an agreement that your child is bad, his or her behavior is whatever it is, bad, or that child is out of control, that child is not behaving, is not a good kid. If you get an agreement with that, you are creating more of that. And as a parent, you have powerful, powerful energy influence, energetic influence over your children. And if you get an agreement with something that is less than aligned with their higher calling, less than aligned than their beautiful destiny, you are fueling energetically, you are coming together and co-creating that future for your child. So it's better you don't say anything at all, because then if you say that, it's all about going within. Don't worry about anybody around you who doesn't get it or don't understand what you're doing. You need to understand that you are not going to get an agreement with anything that is of low vibration, negative emotions, negative third dimensional earth planetary construct, limiting thinking and thought about your child and their behavior. Connect with your child. It's all about you and your child. Right. Do not get in agreement with anything of this, these limitating description of children that are behaving a certain way. They are asking for your attention. They're asking for you to show them value and appreciation. And because they don't have the language yet, because they don't have the development yet to say, you know what? I miss you. Please, can we spend some time? Or I love when you listen to me. I love when I love to be heard by you. They don't have the integrated development and maturation to phrase those languages to you. So what do they do? They misbehave because it's better to have your attention, even if it's negative attention, than to not have your attention at all. So be very mindful of the words you speak over your children and be very mindful of how you speak to them in terms of their six sensibilities. Allow them to understand that they are unique. They are magnificent. They're beautiful. They're more than okay. These are special gifts and special gifts that are worthy to be nurtured and how it can benefit their life and how that's so awesome and how they're unique. Celebrate their uniqueness, right? And encourage them to celebrate other persons who are unique in their own way. And, you know, celebrate the diversity of life with them and give them a higher expanded conscious understanding and perception so that they can perceive their world in a healthy, dynamic way. So if you're having challenges with your child, if you suspect that your child has six sensibilities and, and you're 
finding that, you know, you're having challenges and, you know, you may even find that you have attempted or tried this approach before without any success. There could be more, obviously, more of a spiritual insight that you may not be aware of. And so I am more than happy. I've opened up some time slots for, you know, a 20 minute free clarity session so that we can talk about your challenges. This is very important that, you know, we start to shape our children with six sensibilities to shape their reality in a healthy way so that they are balanced emotionally and that they understand that their uniqueness is not something that is to be to be ashamed of or to be discouraged about. You know, their uniqueness is really empowering to their lives and they need to get this sooner than later, earlier on in their lives so that later on down the road, it doesn't become an emotional issue that leads to other unhealthy states in their life expression. So if you go to workwithathena.com, you can schedule a session and then we can discuss your unique challenges. You know, it's so hard to cover everything that can possibly happen on this podcast. You know, everyone is unique. Everyone's circumstances are different. So I recognize that this is a very general podcast. And the reason for that is because it's, you know, everyone is just so unique and different. So I'm happy to, you know, meet with you and discuss. Again, the consultation is free and we can discuss whatever concerns you are having or you know, whatever you're noticing about your child with their six sensibilities and the discomforts, if any, that's unique to you and your family, we can talk about it because this is very important. Spiritual insight is very valuable, most valuable when it comes to understanding your gifted one's behavior and, you know, what type of special needs or support is the family needing to offer to your gifted one, right? Because if your little one is gifted, that means they're special. So then that means that they need, you know, a special approach that is more tailor-made for them so that they can flourish and so that they can really have emotionally balanced and stabled lives. You always hear how children are the future and they truly are. And now is a time where as parents and as adults, you know, we're being called to like rise to the level of spiritual accountability you know, with our own spiritual inventory and then, you know, the spiritual inventory of others, especially our children. They are sacred contracts. The parent-child sacred contract is one of the most powerful contracts. You're here to guide them. You're here to assist them in their development and their growth. And, you know, in doing that, you get to rebirth something new within yourself. You get to remember something that you've forgotten. You you get to recognize divinity all around you because they show you They're showing you how powerful you are meant to be. They're showing you how powerfully they intended to be when they came here as well. So help them nourish and flourish and continue to seek growth and seek truth and be powerfully aligned with all that is the higher conscious love and light consciousness uh, that is calling and, you know, really evolving and really demonstrating a forward movement towards a different octave of really expanded love and light consciousness where the earth planetary construct is no longer about coming here to suffer and learn one lesson after another. It's It becomes how can we just, you know, embrace all of our six sensibilities and go forward and creating a planet that, you know, we come here literally just to have one meaningful experience after another and perceiving our realities from a really expanded conscious viewpoint. So I'm Athena Lucene and I came to this earth planetary construct 
as a galactic beacon of light, of expanded love and light consciousness here to support you on your growth, your spiritual growth and evolution towards the new octave of expanded love and light consciousness and universal oneness. If you are having a challenge, particular challenge with raising a child with six sensibilities, please, once again, I encourage you to give yourself and your child and your family the gift of a free consult so that you can get the spiritual insights that's needed so that you are meeting you are meeting that child where they need to be and be the type of parent that they need you to be to flourish. Go to workwithathena.com and schedule that free clarity session. And in general, if you are a individual with six sensibilities and you are needing support in overcoming the life challenges of a spiritually gifted person, you can go to my website, athenalucine.com. And click the phrase that resonates with you. You're more than welcome to click more than one phrases. And there'll be a a video training to assist you on overcoming that challenge. It's my absolute joy and true passion and purpose to support you on your spiritual growth and soul evolutionary journey. I look forward to receiving your comments and your concerns or your feedback, and I'll be happy to respond to that. Go ahead and share this episode with anyone that you think will be inspired or can benefit from it. Share it in the spirit of love. And that's it for now. I'm Athena Lucine. Abundant blessings and blissful moments.